Welcome to the Instant Reaction Edition of the Five Star Zone. Rico Beard, look who I got here. I got Evan. Evan is back here talking with me. We're here after the Michigan State game. We're going to get into the Michigan game afterwards. Evan, looking at this game, I think it was this, this was huge. Mel Tucker coming off of this, basically this huge contract, $95 million contract. Just got shellacked by Ohio State. Had to step up. Had to get this thing done. I don't think he wanted to finish the season losing three of his last four games. You had players out reportedly, 20 players with the flu. You could hear it in the post game between Thorne and Walker. You could hear that they were sick. They said, you know, Walker had to get IVs throughout the week. This was a game that they gutted out. The senior stepped up. Harvey made a big play. MSU defeats Penn State, gets that 10th win. 30 to 27, and as I said, it, it was a program win. It was a game. It was a game they had to have because it was going to look bad that you signed your coach, Optics, 95 million dollar contract, and then you lost your last two games. Now you got that 10th win. Now New Year's Six bowl game is is right there. You need a couple things to go your way. I think, unfortunately for Michigan State fans, they're going to have to root for Michigan to win next week over Iowa, which uh, Iowa's awful. Yeah, I agree with that. I was awful. And and once that happens, Michigan goes to the playoffs, <laughs> Ohio State goes to the Rose Bowl, and MSU probably either goes to the Fiesta or the Peach Bowl, which hell of a way for that team to finish off their year. They'll get everybody healthy in a month. So that's going to be a big plus for them. Yeah, and I mean, we talked about it earlier, how, you know, Tucker's expectations were going to change once that contract was signed. And, you know, the fact that it came out before Ohio State, we were curious to see how they were going to bounce back. And boy, did they ever, especially in a game where the weather was against you. I mean, Kenneth Walker ran for, what, 138 yards on 30 carries. Yeah. But at the same time, Peyton Thorne was able to throw the ball. But what was most important to me is you heard how important this game was to all the players that came and talked afterwards to get to that 10th win, to beat Penn State, to not finish on a downslide. I mean... What did you say? This is the ninth time that Michigan State has had 10-plus right. wins in a season. I mean, and if you're a Michigan State fan and you're looking forward, I mean, the future looks bright because you have your coach in place. You've got to imagine that Peyton Thorne is coming back. You don't know what's going to happen with Kenneth Walker. As he said afterwards, he doesn't know what he's <laughs> yeah, going to do. Yeah, I think we all know what he's going to do. Yeah, I mean, the smart thing would be to leave. But, I mean, you just got to give credit where credit's due. And, I mean – it wasn't like Penn State lost the game. It was a good football game. No, it was. When it just came down to making plays at the end. It was. I mean, it was making plays. It was making key stops on fourth downs. It, you know, Michigan State throwing a touchdown once again. I mean, we've seen that before on fourth down. And there's Peyton Thorne to his buddy Jaden Reed. Touchdown. MSU goes up, and, and they found a way. And they just, you know, waited for James Franklin to go full James Franklin. And, yeah, they, they gutted this thing out. This was, I mean, you had to have this game, man. It looked like they were going to boat race them. They jumped up 14 nothing, and all of a sudden you blink, and it was 14-all. And that's when I'm like, okay, what's going to happen here? State had an opportunity to kind of put them away. They kicked a field goal. And then, uh, you know, all of a sudden Thorne throws that pick six. And you're thinking, oh, okay, this is where it's going to go down. The defense, you know, they've been much maligned all season long. And they kind of helped themselves out. They got helped out a lot by the snow. Yeah. There's a lot of slips. You know, I think John Dotson may have had 300 yards if it wasn't any snow, full disclosure. But sometimes yes. you got to get lucky. They caught the breaks. They got a couple fumbles late in the game. 
And, you know, they went ahead and solidified that win. And, you know, it really wasn't that close. Penn State got the touchdown late to kick the onside kick. State recovers it, the ball game. But they were in control for most of the game. I mean, you know, they ate it with the pick six. But it, it was a game where, you know, especially with all the reports, they're sick. You saw the Vegas line move. Penn State was favored in this game. And I think it was a pride thing. And it was good to see that this team does have that pride. And, and, and they knew what was on at, on at the line. Look, let's face it. You'd rather play in the Peach Bowl, Fiesta Bowl, than the Citrus Bowl, Outback Bowl. Exactly. And then it, just to hear from the players about how bad they wanted this win. You know, it's not you're not beating the best Penn State team of all time. But you take home another another rivalry trophy. I mean, you lost two games this yeah, year. Yeah, they didn't parade that thing around. No, not at all. I mean, you see, I forgot it, right? all. Of, yeah, I forgot all about that. The Home Depot Award. And well, it does look like it was made in shop class, yeah. and not by a college student right. either. But you think about it, and it's just it's good to see that the team, who, I mean, let's be honest, in past years, I don't know if they bounced back from an, an ass kicking like they got last week. And that's exactly what it was, and to bounce back when. I mean, everything's against you, right? I mean, what what are you really playing for? But at the end of the day, we saw what they were playing for. They were right. playing for that 10th win. They were playing for that chance at a New Year's Six. And we'll right. talk about that a little bit later, what you're going to need in order for them to right. get there. But And now the good news is is you, you get a month to heal. You get a month to, to get Speedy Naylor back. You get a month for Reed. You get a month for Walker to heal up mm-hmm. and everybody. And, and you get ready to go somewhere where it's warm, you know, whether it's, you know, Florida, you know, Arizona, Georgia, you get to go someplace warm. You get to get to regenerate yourself, to rejuvenate yourself and come back out there and and try to do this one last time to get 11 victories and and finish the season off as a as a as what a top 10 team. Yeah. I mean, from, you know, you were you were picked to be dead last. I mean, people think about dead last in the Big Ten East. So that meant that not not just Ohio State, Michigan and Penn State. You're talking Rutgers, Indiana, Maryland, all picked ahead of you. And now finishing in the top ten, they, I, I, I suspect they'll probably be flirting with that 10-11 spot come, you know, we got to see what the other games, you know, but come Tuesday, I think they'll probably be somewhere around 10 or 11. Uh, we'll see, Ohio State's not going to fall that far. Uh, you know, Alabama came back and found a way to win. I Crazy. Mean, that, Score with 24 seconds to tie the game up. But if you're Michigan State, you're setting yourself in position to possibly finish the year as a top 10 team. Well, yeah, and, and, and it goes beyond just this team. For recruiting, for the transfer portal, for all those kids to see these this game and then to have them on national TV beforehand, it's going to be very, very interesting to see what this will do for recruiting, for players you know, in the future, for even players that are staying. You know well, what I mean? Well, I'll tell you this. I, I think you're probably going to see – a purge part two well there's still a lot of people on this team that let's face it they're not gonna see a ton of time I think he may go back to the portal one more time maybe not as extensive as he did the last time but you know I'm, I'm looking at a guy like uh, Lou Nichols running back for Central Michigan mm-hmm. how good would he be in the Michigan State backfield you're probably gonna need at least one to two offensive tackles uh, defensive ends you're gonna need two defensive ends to come in here maybe another corner and, and maybe another linebacker. Like you, you need those positions specifically if you want to take it to the next level. You gotta improve that defense. If if you just took every everybody on defense in the transfer portal just to help them out, because this year's defense can't ever happen again. 
I don't know if I've seen a 10 and two team with a defense this bad. Yeah, and to, and to think about how bad that passing defense was that they've only lost two games. And then you can go back and think, and I bet nobody's thinking about this more than Mel Tucker is, but that Purdue game, I mean, you win that game, everything's right there for you, and, you, and you're worrying about tiebreakers and everything else. But I think if they win that game, I mean, this means nothing, but I think if they win that game, you're still looking at Ohio State now goes to Indianapolis and not – Michigan, but right, and it, you know what, and, and it's just it's promising to see because you know this is the first time Mel Tucker's gotten to speak publicly since he inked his ten-year, ninety-five million dollar deal. So you know, to hear him say, you know, this wasn't a stepping stone for me. This this is where I want to be, and and to have somebody embrace that right after Mark D'Antonio that embraces place like no other kind of got stale at the end. I understand that, but to hear that out of a guy that is that confident in being here when you know he could have gone to somewhere else if he really, truly wanted to. Right. But as a Michigan State fan, you should be happy today. Yeah. All right. right. Let's. We've had the people waiting long enough. It's funny because everybody's like, what are you going to say? Like, dude, I don't give this stuff away. I'm not putting it on Twitter. You want to hear it? you got to download my stuff. You want to hear my reaction on the Michigan game. But guess what? Michigan, guess what? You're going to Indy. You are going to Indy. The jokes are over. No longer can people say you've never been there. You're headed to Indianapolis. And you did it in probably the most impressive way ever. I mean, it was a total ass-kicking. Jim Harbaugh flat out coached Ryan Day. He did what he wanted to do. The offense, I mean, they controlled both lines of scrimmage. I mean, Ohio State's first play, it it was almost like they didn't realize the game was going on. It was the weird. kickoff was weird. The, the first drive was horrible. They were already in the hole, and Michigan didn't let up. Michigan, the Ohio State did what Michigan did all year. They start kicking field goals. Mm-hmm. You, you, so if you kick field goals, you're going to lose the game. And what Ohio State did was just – I have no idea. I, I wonder if they were just kind of feeling themselves because of the shellacking that they put on Michigan State. But Michigan went out there. The most impressive stat to me was this. Michigan didn't punt the ball at all in the second half, at all. Ohio State couldn't force them into a punting situation, let alone a three and out. They were able to dominate the run game, whether it was Haskins, whether it was Donovan Edwards, catch the, the catch he made up the backfield, Blake Corum coming in in the third quarter, the, the, the run he had like 60-some yards. They dominated this game. And even when Ohio State looked like they were going to come back, and they were trying to run the tempo like Michigan State. They got caught for false start like five times. Oh. It, I mean, that's all on coaching, man. Michigan, you know, as many jokes as we've had all year or just about them, they went out there and they put that all to rest. They showed me today they were the best team in the Big Ten. They punched <laughs> the Buckeyes in the mouth. And the Buckeyes had no answer for it. No, and he, I mean, they, they had a little answer. When they went up 10-7, to 7, that ridiculous catch by Garrett Wilson, I was like, okay, well, you're going to see things change. And no, did they, they. Michigan just kept to what their game plan was. They, they also had creativity. The reverse to Henning yeah. is something we haven't seen all year out of them. And it, it almost reminded me of that high school game that was at Ford Field yesterday where they were doing these, these trick plays. And 
gotta give him credit. I mean, Haskins was a man possessed. He had five touchdowns. I mean, when they got down, I mean, they just beat the crap out of yeah, Ohio State's D line. Yeah. And Ohio State never changed from their four-man front. They never pulled guys up front. And when they did, they never got home. I mean, if you think about it, Michigan could have gone up 14 nothing, and Cade threw that interception. You're like, yet again, it's going to change. The tide's going to change. And no, Michigan just never wavered. And, and you got to give credit where credit's due. I mean, Jim Harbaugh actually outcoached Ryan Day in this game. Oh, by, by leaps and bounds, he outcoached him. And, and for Michigan, this was the elusive. I mean, everything was on the line. I mean, do you realize how many demons got exercised? It was funny because at the end of the game, I was just like, well, how deep in the crowd did Aiden Hutchinson go? No, they rushed the field. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, shoot, I've never seen that before. But you know what? When you haven't beaten Ohio State in damn near 10 years, Go ahead and rush the field. Yeah, number two Go team ahead and in enjoy the country. Yourself. I mean, you, you, you enjoy yourself. You party. Now, the, the, this may be the only thing. You got to get that team refocused. Mm-hmm. You, you saw what happened with Michigan State after they beat Michigan. It was hard for them to refocus that week. You saw what happened with Ohio State. They destroyed Michigan State. Everybody patted them on the back and said how great they were, how pretty you are. And you saw they weren't ready. But Michigan, you got to realize it ain't over. You're going to go up against an Iowa team that you should destroy. Yeah, their defense is good, but their offense is bad. Right. Bad, bad this too. is if, if you play the same game plan that you – you could run the exact same plays you did against Ohio State, and you will win that game probably by 24 points. But you got to refocus. Yeah. And that's going to be difficult because this is a situation they've never been in. You know they're going to be – okay, tonight, you know how they say you normally get the 24-hour rule? He's probably going to give them 48 hours. Because you're going to have every player telling you how great you are. You did something we never have done. And now you got to get them to come back down and get refocused. But, yeah, probably going to be the number two team in the nation, which may or may not be good because being number two has not been a lucky spot this year. It really hasn't. I mean, what, they, they said there's – there will be seven number twos now? Because right. there were six coming into this week. And, and you just – I mean – to go back to the beginning of the year, I wish I want to go back and listen to our initial podcast going into this season. Both teams far outweighed expectations, but Michigan, nobody gave them a chance to do this. Nobody from the start of the year coming from a two and four season to transforming. I mean, Ajabo was a kid that nobody talked about coming into well, this and year. That and the flat fact that he flipped his almost his entire staff. Yeah, got, I mean, just got rid of everybody. New defensive coordinator, Michael McDonald. And, you know, I was, I, you know, I thought the defensive line was going to be questionable. I knew you had Hutchinson, but yeah, Jabo, like you said, nobody saw that coming. And they held their own. I mean, McDonald was able to find ways to make, to, to kind of hide that secondary. Yeah, and, and you know what? It, against. Penn State, whose offense has been incredible. Listen, I understand the snow did help. It did help tame that passing game. But Stroud was still able to find his guys. He was still able to get Smith and Jabba and get, and get these passes. But they really limited Ohio State from ever making a huge they splash. Ne- they never got the big play. No. When they, Ohio State made big plays, it was circus catches. It was so difficult. But yeah, you didn't see the guys running wide open down the field. No. And that's, I think, the big difference in the Michigan defense. And, yeah, I mean, it, this was this, – this probably was Harbaugh's best game ever as the coach. He exercised – you can't win the big game. You can't beat a ranked team. You can't win the Big Ten East. 
You've never been to Indianapolis. All of that left. You can't beat your rivals. Can't, can't beat, beat your Ohio rivals. State. Can't beat Ohio State. All the you can't bees. He exercised it all, man. He, I mean, he's probably walking around his house. He took the khakis off. Oh, I yeah. think he's butt naked walking around the house right now, saying, "I am the king." I mean, right? And and just, uh, I mean, everything went right for Michigan this year, except for the game in East Lansing, where. <laughs> You go back and look. You, I mean, they did have the 16-point lead with you know right. less than a half of a half to go. You know, right. and you had the weird fumble when JJ, you know, fumbled, and then after that it was over. But after that, Michigan. I mean, I think to me, it, the turning point for Michigan is when they Penn State game. When Penn State had the lead, and it looked that was a, that's normally when Michigan throws in the towel and just loses the game. They came back, they won. Eric All, that like 50-yard crossing route yep. where he goes down the sideline. This game, look, you can say what you want. There was no luck. There was no blown call. There was no referee screwed you. There was none of that stuff. It was a flat-out ass-kicking. Yeah. Dominated the, on both sides of the, of the line of scrimmage. I mean, that's the beauty. For Michigan, when you win a game like that where you can't even say, well, you know, JT was shorter, nah, wasn't none of that. You gave me your best, I gave you our best, and our best crushed your best. And boy, did home field come in advantage for them. I mean, that crowd was. See, I was wondering because I'm looking, I see a lot of red out of the crowd, and I'm like. That first overhead, yes, I thought the uh, same thing. I was like, that is a lot. And you could hear the reactions on when Ohio State did something good compared to Michigan. But once that crowd started getting rocking, I mean, how many false starts did they have? How many. Just well, see, it was the false starts, like at the fifty-yard line. I mean, I understand in the end zone with the student section, but they were getting false starts at the fifty. I'm like, at the amount of holding penalties. I mean, their right tackle, who's a huge kid, six nine, three forty. I mean, Aiden Hutchinson had three sacks today. He right. broke the season record for Michigan of sacks in a season. Right. I mean, that's funny because yeah, now they're like with the Heisman. I think Stroud kind of took. It was his Heisman last week. He lost it. He he he'll probably be there, but I think he had it. If he, if they win that game, it's his. I mean, I guess Bryce Young off of the uh, comeback against Auburn, probably the leader in the clubhouse. Walker kind of redeemed himself with 140 yards and a touchdown. He only he had two, but then he got a holding penalty, and it got taken off the board. Um, yeah, people are like, is Hutchinson, you know, Heisman? I'm like, look, I got to vote and be honest with you. No, it's not. I mean, I know he's done a lot, but if I'm going to vote for a defensive player, I, I, his name escapes me, but the linebacker from Alabama, the kid that got tossed out the game, that kid's special. Yeah. He, I mean, you saw. He got tossed out the game, and that was a game down there. I, I think he's the reason why Auburn was able to play for that long and hang with them and have the lead. Uh, but for your Michigan, you're probably looking at a playoff. You're, you're going to win. Yeah. And uh, how big of a favorite do you think they'll be? Just S's and G's. Seven? Seventeen and a half. Oh, you think it's going to be that big? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, Iowa sucks. Yeah, they're not what. If I mean, it was Wisconsin, I would say maybe seven because Wisconsin's got the number two defense. Iowa's defense is good. But it's not great. And you know what? They got to play a perfect game to even make it close. Yeah. Right? I mean, Michigan looks like a well oiled machine, and it'll be interesting. So, I mean, Georgia still looks like they're the team to beat. So you're probably looking at your first game will be the loser of the SEC championship game. 
So yeah, and, probably and the cotton, yeah, cotton bowl. So you think it will go Georgia, Bama, Michigan, Cincy? I'm thinking it's going to go. It should probably go Georgia, Michigan, Bama, Cincy, and at this yeah, point, I wasn't saying it in order. Yeah, but. At, yeah, because at this point you're basically playing for the what color jersey you're going to wear. Which, by the way, I bet you the all blues will now become their lucky uniform. Uh, They're going to be like the MSU all greens. Yeah, where, right. I mean, that's your big game. A lot of it was funny before the game. People were like, "Oh, these all blues suck." Bet you can't find one person that says that now. Oh, we should wear these all the time. But yeah, you're gonna see. Uh, yeah, I think those four. Now we gotta wait to see what happens because Oklahoma State, Cincinnati needed Auburn to win. Yep. Alabama won. So now Oklahoma State runs the table. I think Oklahoma State can still bump Cincinnati out. Yeah, I mean they're ten and one and they play Oklahoma as we're talking right now. So I mean it'll be interesting. And also and they're already in the Big Twelve title game too. So they they'll get another game next week as well. I'm also excited for Wednesday to really dissect Mr. Harbaugh's comments after the game. Yeah, you know and the what? celebrating and I mean we can wait till Wednesday for that one. Okay, I'm just gonna say this. Why? See, this is why everybody hates you. This is why everybody hates Michigan. This is why everybody hates Harbaugh. Because in your, your time to shine, when people just want to pat you on the back and say, you know what, good job. You come out with the statement talking about Ryan Day saying, you know, some people are born on third base and they think they hit a triple. Like, yeah, dude, um, let's not dissect how you got started in coaching. You were just kind of handed a job. Well, yeah. what, it's Ryan Day's first loss ever in the right. Big Ten? So, I mean, well, I guess he's saying where well, he got handed, you know, the special team. I understand what he's saying, you still like, got to win. You still have to win. I mean. Like, he took that team and took it. Once again, that was so unnecessary. Just be humble. Thank you. We're happy. But no, he he had to go that he he had to go down that path. You're right. We'll we'll, we'll talk about that. And before. it's going to be interesting to see just what comes from it. You know what I mean? Like, it was an interesting comment, and when you win, you can say what you want. Yeah. But sometimes those comments. It's, you know, it's it's something that I think Dave's gonna stew on for a year, and there's mm-hmm. nothing he can say. I don't think that that team's going anywhere. C.J. Right. Stroud's coming back next year. It's Scott gonna be Jabo's coming be, back. Henderson's be, coming back. It's gonna be in Columbus. And it's just one of those like, and then you know, at this point, if you're Harbaugh, you got to own that. You can't say, "Well, I was caught up in the moment." You just got to own it. But yeah, a little bit of an ass. With that. I mean, and you know, Ryan Days and want to hang a hundred on comments. They're coming back to bite him today. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, just think about it. So, but it was one of those. Yeah, it was just like, why, Jim? Why? But you know what? Just, just take the congratulations, man. You know what's you played, good? You outcoached him. Your team just dominated him. What what do this? You hold your head high. Don't stoop. I mean, and listen, this is coming from me where I don't think it's just an odd placement of a comment. You know what I mean? Like, why? But But I get it. It's a heated rivalry. People say things. And and you know what? He may back it up. Maybe this is Michigan's 10-year streak. Or they do the same thing. Who knows? Maybe. I mean, or maybe it turns out to be the little brother. So does he get a a new contract then? What goes on with that? Yeah, well, he's hitting all his incentives so far. So if he hits everything, I think. Now, here's the other thing that we could talk about Wednesday. Who's the Big Ten coach of the year? 
I mean, it's got it right now. It's got to be Harbaugh. But I mean, if you look at Mel Tucker being picked last and finishing ten and two and top ten in the nation or top fifteen, whatever it might be, head to head, he beat Harbaugh. Mm -hmm. But you know, Harbaugh, well, we both know head to head doesn't matter. Just oh yeah, but, you know, don't don't watch the game statistically. Gary Barda, just look. I know the game happened, but just you know, statistically look at it, that clown. Um, but yeah, we could talk about that too on Wednesday as well. So. And we don't have to jump to basketball already, so that's a good thing. We don't have to jump to basketball already, so it was interesting games going on. But uh, yeah, more football, more stuff to happen. We'll talk more on Wednesday. We've probably bored you enough. Uh, for Evan Jenkins, I'm Rico Beer. Evan, anything else? No, that's about it. I mean, I don't even have a good enough question to ask for this week. Um, I mean, basically, you answered them all. You're, I mean, just from what Mel Tucker's done to Michigan. I mean, my question was going to be, are they going to win next week when talking about Michigan? And you already answered yeah. that. So. I mean, honestly, 17 may be caught up in the moment, but I, I do think they'll, they'll be a double-digit favorite. Yeah, it doesn't shock me. I mean, a, a 10 and 2, I mean, Iowa team that started off over, they were number two in the nation. They, were, they right? were once number two in the nation. And so we'll have to see. Iowa plays good defense, but. They don't have the offense. They never have. Yeah, they don't have the offense and to keep up with. also not a Kinnick, so they don't have that going for them either. No, they don't have the horses to keep up with Michigan. That, that should be Michigan easily. That's why I think they'll end up at number two, playing the loser of the uh, SEC title game. So either you'll get Georgia or you'll get Alabama. Now that's where it'll start getting interesting. That will be a fun Cotton Bowl. And Mike's been saying that they've been paralleling the 2015 Michigan State team, who ironically played Iowa in the Big Ten Championship game, and then played who? In the Cotton Bowl, Alabama. Yeah, and um, I feel for you. I'm off this week, Rico, but uh, you have to deal with that guy Monday through Friday, and he's going to be patting himself on the back for that win. You know what? If you call the victory like he called the victory. So be it, right? I told him, dude, I'm going to shut my mic off for the first hour. You can just <laughs> sit there and bask in the glow and have people call you whatever you want to be called because you called it. Oh, don't worry. You'll get plenty of hate still. You know, so <laughs> anyway, for Evan Jenkins, I'm Rico Beard. Thanks for listening to the instant reaction for Michigan and Michigan State, both getting victories. Michigan's a little bit sweeter because they're headed off to Indy. They get another game next week. Make sure you subscribe. Keep listening. Tell your friends.